I continue on the Tuesday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings live from the Auction Community Studio talking NFL after week one and joining us on the Arizona Sports Line from NFL Network uh, doing NFL data science, the one and only Cynthia Freeland, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Morning. Cynthia, Cynthia. Happy, happy football season to you. Good morning. Happy football. I can't believe we're it's here. It always is that weird thing where it's like the fastest, slowest off season, right? Like yes. it feels like it's been forever, but it feels like it never left. So yes. at the same time. And whenever you come on the show, uh, you know, based on, uh, you know, where, where you grew up, uh, you always take a shot at the Detroit Lions. Those days are over. <laughs> What's going on with Detroit? <laughs> We're biting kneecaps over here. We're beating Patrick Mahomes when his receivers can't catch a cold. Like, you know, it's. I don't know if I think it's necessary. We're, we're, I'm going to pump the brakes just a little bit, okay. but I'm not going to say anything mean. I'm just going to pump the Like, I'm just going to say, okay, like, you know, you're in the NFC North in a depleted season. However, Jordan Love looks good, which is much to the chagrin of every single other NFC North team. But whatever. We're, we're going to see how, how it goes. Probably wise to, and- to, to pump the brakes on Detroit. <laughs> But but you look at Jared Goff and you look at that streak of of no interceptions thrown and and you realize maybe maybe we have to anoint him as a really good quarterback in the NFL. I I think that I'll wait to anoint him until he throws an interception and then we see what happens after that because mm-hmm. you know when you're reaching these historically long lengths of not throwing an interception it just means that like at some point everybody throws a pick it's just the way it goes Tom Brady you know every single quarterback forever that Tom Brady had a really long streak it also happened to him I just want to see what happens when you get punched in the mouth and then you have to kind of figure out a different plan Yeah speaking of getting punched in the mouth the New York Jets get punched in the mouth or the- Achilles. Oh. It's official. Aaron Rodgers out for the year. Oh. And you know, for what you do in running numbers and probabilities, I'm assuming a seismic, seismic shift in the Jets' chances to compete for a Super Bowl. Have you actually run those numbers yet, Cynthia? Congratulations to the Miami Dolphins because that means a lot of good things for them. I mean, and that's not a. I'm trying to make a positive spin somewhere. Yeah. So, tr- like, truly, there's no. This is bad for for you know the the AFC East in general. If you're a Jets fan, but the reality is, is a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's worth like six wins. So that's a lot. <laughs> you're, you're, it's hard to make up for, it, even with as good of a defense as they have, and they have an excellent defense. It's still very very hard to overcome this especially with a suspect o-line i did not see great things from their o-line yesterday even you know with their, all things considered and the, and the bills were giving them some gifts with some turnovers and i let's let's be honest that o-line is dicey for anyone and if you don't have this guy who is a first ballot hall of famer under center it's going to be even harder yeah when you take a look at the Arizona Cardinals and what they did in Week One, uh, we all had the the idea that this roster, at least defensively, had kind of been stripped of high end talent, and yet there was a lot of conviction and a lot of commitment, a lot of physicality. Uh, what do the numbers tell you about the Arizona Cardinals out of Week One? You know, it's funny because people think like the difference between team number one and team number thirty-two. Although you see like these disproportionate scores, like you know the, the Cowboys winning forty to nothing, like things like that. Like th- that's just that is not. It is never as dramatic as it feels. And when I'm looking at the Cardinals defense specifically, you know, you got to build around the foundational pieces that you believe in. And if you don't believe in them, ship them out. Right? Like 
do what you got to do to get it done so that they're executing the game plan you want to execute. So I got to give the coaching staff a huge hand because they really like, they really did a good job of finding the right pieces to do what they wanted to do and execute the game plan that they thought. It looked a lot better, I think, than maybe maybe nationally people were thinking, but I don't think it looked... Jonathan Gannon didn't, wasn't surprised, that's for sure. Yeah. Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Look, nobody knows when Kyler Murray's coming back. The Cardinals have been very, very close to the vest on any information on his rehab. We know he's going to miss at least the first four games, but in, in your model, Cynthia... What does a Kyler Murray return do to the Cardinals' chances of actually winning football games? Well, it kind of depends on, you know, look, like when you don't start the season, the the problem is the, the chemistry. And when you have an injury, Kyler is such an amazing player and game changer. He's worth a ton of wins. Like, you know, he's uh, like if Aaron Rodgers is worth six, let's say Kyler's worth like five, right? Like but we'll give it a little bit less, the surrounding cast. Maybe we're, we're in a rebuild mode a bit in Arizona. So I think the, the hard part, though, is creating the chemistry with the pieces around him. That does take some time. And it's not, it, it is an important factor and it's not to be taken lightly. Even with a guy who like can beat you with his feet and run for like a bajillion yards and get you those first downs that you need all on his own, you still have to have the supporting cast be ready to go. And like the, like the chemistry just takes time, it takes time for absolutely everyone. Look at Joe Burrow this week, mm-hmm. right? He didn't participate in preseason. You know him and Jamar Chase go back all the way to college and they couldn't get it going either. So remember, chemistry does matter and timing does matter. You got to get that stuff down. When you take a look in the NFC, the two impact performances seem to be by the Cowboys defense and and then the 49ers overall. Do they sort of establish themselves as the class of, of the NFC or is that too early to tell? You know, it's funny because I knew the minute that that game, the minute that that like the defense scored that second touchdown. I was like, oh, God, here we go. Cowboys Super Bowl talk. Let it begin. Like, <laughs> you know that's you know, happening. Like, I'm like, this is uh-huh. good Lord. You know, it's funny because when you look at the data about this game, we didn't really learn that much about the Cowboys offense. And like, Now, the Cowboys defense, awesome. That was a great performance. I'm taking nothing away from them. But I will say, I want to know how Mike McCarthy as a play caller is going to handle adversity. And we didn't get to see anything like that because Mike McCarthy does have a history in this league of being a bit of a vanilla play caller. And we know you need explosive plays in order to win in the NFL. So I don't know what I saw or didn't see from their offense. Their defense, we get it. The defense is good. The Jets are going to have a problem with them next week. We like understood. However, I want want to know what happens when to Mike McCarthy when like the Dak Prescott turnover situation inevitably happens last year remember he didn't play the full season he still had 15 turnovers that was like the highest rate of turnovers that you know tied for the highest rate in the league last year so uh, again like let's see what happens when things aren't going 100% in favor of the Cowboys Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network. and then the Niners too sorry I forgot oh, yeah. about the Niners no, go ahead. and the Niners too look the Niners too I I think we saw, like, they're a dominant team. I don't know if the Steelers were necessarily ready for what they brought out there, but I want to see a little adversity for them, too. Like, I, again, when you have such a dominant beginning and you kind of finish it out, it, that, to me, it doesn't tell you a lot about the team. It tells you a little bit more about you know, the preparedness of the other team or the lack of preparedness of the other team for what they were bringing out. But I, I didn't learn a lot about the Niners, either. Yeah, Cynthia Freeland from NFL Network, our guest. Uh, before we let you go, based on, you know, now with week one in the books, based 
based on what all your data showed going into week one, now that it's said and done, what was what was the biggest surprise in, in your eyes from week one around the league, either good or bad? You know, I think the biggest surprise for me was the fact that, like, I'm going to, like, it sounds strange, but we saw the weirdest game, one of the weirdest games data-wise in, like, the past 10 years out of the Broncos and the Raiders. They had, like, six possessions. Like, old-school football could potentially be back. And, by the way, it can, it's confirmed yards after contact, yards after the catch, still the most important metric. If you look at all the running back performances, that was confirmed as well. So, uh, weird data week one, but I think, you know, lower scoring week one than I think many of us were anticipating. O-line still matter. Yak still matter. Yeah, and running back still matter, too, at least in a lot of different positions and places. <laughs> Not so. to the guy signing the checks. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cynthia, always, uh, always fun to have you on the show. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it.